Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Me and Kane today are going to cover the things that you don't need as a podcaster. Right, so first of all, studios slash really expensive equipment. So studios, if you've got, right, if you've got money to burn, cool. By the way, we've had people spend hundreds of pounds an hour at studios. They send us the video and literally the cameras are off axis. I remember that. Like, it's <laughs> like genuinely horrendous. So just because you pay the, these people doesn't mean it's always going to be the best. And for most people, if you have a pretty plain background, you could maybe go to Ikea and spend 100 quid to get something aesthetic, like a, a, a small shelf with some you know, fake plants. Right? Everybody has fake plants in the background. Cool, right? Something recognizable. Amazing. You don't need to spend a fortune. Same with expensive equipment. You don't necessarily need to go out there and get a DSLR camera when you've got uh, your current iPhone and your last one lying about in the drawer. A couple of 4K cameras get you started. Roadcaster Pro, right? Basically the same as this P4, but about two and a half times the price. And takes up way more space. Uh, right, so there's loads of things that people really overspend on. Like These microphones cost about £50 each. You don't need to buy the same microphone as Joe Rogan uses at £350 each, especially if you've got co-hosts or you've got guests, right? You're not going to get like all this extra benefit by spending the money because the content's not going to change. It's so frustrating as well when people, so obviously people pay for our services, but they're like, oh, I can't afford it because I've spent eight grand on my equipment. Like, well, that's probably not the best way to go about it, but here we are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those things, right? So better quality content is, is important. Um, so what else do we have? Highly produced intros, right? This got voiceovers. It's, you know, a minute and a half long. Yeah, I was going to say, four minutes into the episode, we start to hear content. Yeah, so jarring. By the way, do not have a intro that is the same every episode. That, you know, a lot of people really overproduce their intro. They pay a voiceover actor or they do it themselves and it's just listing their CV and blah, blah, blah. And it's the same every single episode. They just copy and paste in that um, sort of edited part. Don't do that because it encourages your audience to skip. And if where do most people have a sponsor slot or have their call to action, right? It's right at the beginning of the content when they know they've got the biggest percentage of their audience. As soon as I get in the car, if I know you're one of those hosts, I literally just like, triple tap quadruple tap the plus 30 seconds button i could have missed your call to action at this point and it's just repetitive and jarring what was much more valuable is finish the episode then do a bespoke intro so if you have interviewed a guest once they've left the zoom i'll do 30 seconds on my key takeaways from that episode and what the audience can look forward to so one this is good because it's fresh and new every time but two that could keep somebody on the hook to carry on listening because if it's a 45 minute episode they've got a 20 minute commute right on when they come home they might go oh do i listen to the rest of that or do i listen to this brand new one or do i put some music on but if i remember this morning you said oh there's this really important key takeaway but i haven't heard that yet i know that's to come so that's going to encourage me to put that podcast on which normally you wouldn't have done so that's going to increase your consumption time get people to come back and finish it the only way to get away with the generic intros used every time is make them really short and put content before them or you just go straight into the content (laughs) yeah i yeah i just don't think i think straight into it you know we say the same thing every time but it's not pre-recorded it's just hey guys welcome back we're talking about x a couple of seconds isn't it you can i feel like you can get away with a lot of intros that are within 15 to 20 to 25 seconds but as soon as you've got a long and the thing is when 
there's voiceover artists involved. You know it's a long introduction. Like, yeah, if you've got, I, I think those kind of intros are okay, providing they're no more than like 10 seconds. And you've got something before them to hook people into the episode. It can, we have a jingle, which is about two seconds. Well, everyone should have intro, outro music, right? It's audio branding, but that's yeah. very different to a dedicated intro. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you so if you get into the point about what you're about, then you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care about your CV. Literally. What are your thoughts on people pitching every episode? Because you brought this one up. Yeah. So the benefit of using a podcast to sell your thing is you're not selling it. You're not shoving it in someone's face. You're not running ads. What you're doing is building the relationship with your potential consumer and then dropping hints almost. Now we do. It's not much of a hint when we do it. But yeah, we take the piss. A, a little yeah. bit, but. There's nothing better than interviewing your clients and talking about their success. We do it a lot. A lot of podcasters do it. But there's nothing worse than someone who keeps telling you they can help you do the thing they're talking about. And instead of focusing the podcast on giving you value, they're giving you reasons to do it with them. And it's, it's an ad. You want your podcast, in my opinion, to be the softest way to sell. And I think the more we get into the future, the more soft selling is going to become important rather than your old-fashioned selling windows, right? So... Give as much value as possible. Hint at what you do throughout it. Talk about client success. And at the end, maybe go, hey, get in touch if you want any help with this. Or if you're doing some sort of giveaway, let them know about that. Maybe once in a while say, oh, I can actually help you do this with my X, Y, Z and go into it. But if a quarter of your episode is talking about how you can help someone and then you have a whole call to action, especially if it's a copy and pasted call to action, it just it goes from, oh, I like listening to them. They've got good value to, oh, they're trying to sell me something. And no one likes that. Yeah, again, it's kind of like a proportion thing. So, like, how much of your episode is content versus pitch? And, uh, yeah, again, is it just that same sort of audio file that you created once? It's like three minutes long that you're just inserting into every episode. Again, encouraging people to skip. Not ideal. So, blogs and transcriptions, do they have a place? Yes. Could they give you some sort of benefit? Yes. Are they important? Not really. <laughs> Thanks for setup. Um, look, if you've already got a blog and you're big on having your website optimized, then great. You know, podcasting could be a good way to repurpose that through AI or paying somebody to transcribe it. But if you don't blog already and you don't really have a following that way, it's not really going to benefit you much. So all we do is we use Omni Studio as our hosting site. They basically give you some code that you can embed into your WordPress site, which our website is. And then it just embeds a, a podcast player into your website. So when people go to the, sh the website, they can listen to the episodes and all the titles and show notes are there. That's going to give you some degree of optimization. But don't spend a fortune transcribing your podcast because who's reading a podcast? I know. We have a few clients who are like, oh, can you do my blogs wrong? We're like, no. And then they'll go and spend extra money after working with us and we ain't cheap to then get their podcast transcribed to make a blog you know forget about that bit how about you do this bit a little bit better yeah you're not going to get a massive benefit from it unless is, you've already got a successful <coughs> blog obviously well yeah because then it just makes sense right you've already got an audience already optimized it's just inserting into a machine that's already going for most people you really don't need it that actually brings me on to another thing most people don't need to set up a social media account for your new show oh that was one we should have had we have, we have got I've, it I've now. Just said it. That yeah. one wasn't in the five. We got that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you're a brand new podcaster, let's say you've got a, a bit of a following, right? You've got a few hundred connections on LinkedIn, maybe a thousand or two on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Like, 
Reasonable size, okay? Cool. Run with that. If you set up a brand new Instagram account, a brand new Facebook page, a brand new LinkedIn account for your podcast, so all your social media accounts now have zero following. Your podcast has zero following. Zero times zero is still zero, right? You just got to put effort in to grow both instead of one. Exactly. So use your current um, platforms, even if they are business connections and family and some other people, right? doesn't matter. Leverage those people to help you grow. And then I would recommend a later date, maybe doing a bespoke YouTube and TikTok because those match your content with people that like that content, not necessarily people that follow or are connected with you. But don't go start a brand new channel for all these things because it's just more things to grow and manage. It's ridiculous. It's just a waste of time. No, you you can bring them in, I feel like, once you've got a, a big audience and maybe it clips perform well and you want to link clips to that to grow this audience to create a community. It links well with community if you're looking to do that in the future, but it's not essential and it's definitely not something you should do before you have an audience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then finally, scripts. Now, I know a couple of people that do use scripts successfully if that's solo content, but that generally tends to be in like the mindset space and meditation and it's like advice and it's guided um, and you have to be very careful with the advice you give. Okay, if you're good at it, but don't let it be robotic. Most people are robotic. Don't read it like a script. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And if you're doing interviews and things like this or something like this, script is just not going to work. Let the conversation flow. That point on the social media thing, we completely forgot until we got into the content. And we literally said before this, Oh, I'm sure there's something that we're forgetting. Let's just start and see what comes up. And bang, there's the beauty. What I think was a really valuable point to the audience, but we completely escaped our mind when we was planning. But because you let the conversation be free-flowing, you provide that value, you know, your cogs start turning in your head and you go, oh, there's that point. Or oh, there's all oh, that, there's that point, that point. And I think our podcast is pretty relaxed. You know, not particularly uptight and definitely not that serious. So... Don't script. Sounds shit. Absolutely. Any more or is that the lot? That's the lot at the moment, but if there's anything that people are forgetting, I'm sure they will let us know. And guys, if there's anything you do want us to cover on the episodes, make sure you leave us a review with the topic titles and we'll create some content dedicated to you. So really appreciate all of you. And until next time. Adios.